information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to the end of another ridiculous and altogether beautiful week. The name is Larry, and you listen to the Critic Cast. And, yeah, it was one of those weeks. First of all, the first uh, port of call, and as far as the news is concerned, is the sad news that came out of Nigeria. Uh, yeah, really sad news. That 67 South Africans, unfortunately and sadly, passed away uh, when a building collapsed at a guest house owned by... Um, uh, what's his name? T.B. Joshua. Now, T.B. Joshua is a religious leader, televangelist all the way from um, from uh, Nigeria. And according to him, uh, the, 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 the disaster or rather the building collapse uh, took place when um, an aeroplane, it, it is said, uh, flew over the over the building four times. And it's got video proof of that. But uh, the, 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 what you call it, the rescue workers that were working on, on the site, uh, well, they think it's, it's something else. Uh, they, they say it's because TB Joshua was adding three stories to the two stories that already existed. So that resulted in the building collapsing. So, yeah, oh, sad. And our condolences go out to our fellow Africans. Uh, They're the, the South Africans that, that passed away in South Africa. The 67 South Africans. In other news, uh, well, there was a response. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago that uh, a man by the name of uh, Shepard Mutamba uh, wrote a book about Oliver Mtukuzi. Yeah, wrote a book about Oliver Mtukuzi. And, yeah, it, and there were extracts that came out in the daily news, and some of them were pretty... Yeah, mm -hmm. and and others were kind of like, eh, yeah. Well, all of them took uh sent out a press uh, press release in which he says that you know uh, he feels hurt by a man who he trusted, who worked under under him as his publicist, and it feels it's it's just it's just a horrible thing. And he says while he was aware that there was a book that was being worked on, he found out that a book had be, was being worked on while he was working while while, while Shepard was working for Tuku Music. Uh, he, he was he felt that uh, they had an agreement that when the book was uh, ready, the manuscript was ready, the uh, Mutampo was supposed to show him the the manuscript. So yeah, that's a story that's gonna it's gonna have a lot of legs. It's gonna have a lot of legs. That's that's, that's gonna happen. In other news. Walter Magaya, yeah, him, remember him? Yeah, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. Well, it seems as if his case, or rather the case that was brought up against him by um, by a man by the name of Denford Mutashu, is, well, has been withdrawn. Now, according to news, or rather news Zimbabwe, yeah, newszimbabwe.com, is because um, uh, t t uh, Walter Magaya has gone and paid $150,000 so as to get, well, to kill the story, really. Yeah. No, no. According to the other press reports, there's no mention of money being paid. But, yeah, may or may not have paid. There's no, there's no real conclusion of that matter. But, yeah, with other newspapers, they're saying that the guy chickened out. Uh, it seems as if from what the evidence that was in the gallery, that is, yeah, there was no evidence, really. Yeah. There was it was difficult because proving an adultery case came down to proving dates and times and and you know and being very specific. So yeah, that we have no idea about. According to um, Mutashu's lawyer, he's not able to say why they were they withdrew the case. So yeah, that's that. Also, 
what happened this past week? Senzeni Na. You know that song, Senzeni Na? From, um, from uh, Albert Nyati? Yeah, him. Well, eight reached. Wait for it. Wait for it. 20 years! 20th anniversary this uh, past week. Yeah, it was the 20th anniversary of that song coming out. Remember Prudence, as well as, um, what is her name? Nomsa Mukwenda. I think that's her name. Yeah, she was in that video. Albert Nyati's song turned 20 years old. Also happening this past week, Zuma's nephew, Kubuluse, married um, a Swazi princess. Now, the Swazi princess, the reason we're interested in this story, is related by being, by virtue of being sister, a sister to Jacob Zuma's fiance. So they're getting and raiding that family, hey? It's, it's, it's just a thing. And then finally, a uh, story that made the headlines this past week. You know Maneta, yeah? Maneta, big brother. Yeah. She's appearing in a video opposite a man by the name of Buffalo Soldier. Now, that's not a big deal, right? Until you watch the video and everybody is talking about that kiss. Yeah. That kiss. Jamming your airways. Jamming your airways. Jamming your airways. Let's go. 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 let us i flexing, I'm losing focus You perfume, you thought I would've noticed It's all night, girl, let's not waste a moment The man hate, but no doubt that you got it Zimbabwean R&B from a man by the name of Mick, 21 year old, part of the Team Rehab Stable. Yeah, Team Rehab Stable, often associated with MMT. But that's beautiful music, beautiful R&B from Zimbabwe. The name is Larry, you're listening to the Quiddicast. And uh, yeah, the next thing I'm going to talk about is Zimbabwe's nightlife. Now, I've been coming across a lot of people that are off late, who's saying, you know, there's no real incentive for going out or, or push to be going out, because Zimbabwe's night, or rather, Specifically, specifically, uh, Harare's nightlife is is boring. It's incredibly boring. They say there's too much of the same thing. Uh, one of the things that everybody's talking about now is that there's just way too much Zim dancehall and Zim dancehall associated places, and this this is to to a large extent true. I mean, let's face it: the radio stations are playing a lot more Zimbabwean Zim dancehall than anything else, especially Star FM and stations like that that have. Exclusively Zim dancehall sets. I mean, if you have, if you if you come across radio on Thursday nights, you find across the board most of the stations, or at least the commercial stations, are playing Zim dancehall, and you just kind of like, yeah, you know. 
in, in, a, in a way, some people are saying this is putting them off radio and it's also putting them off uh, nightlife. And, and that's just sad because in reality, you do realize where people are coming from. There's the lack of that sophistication as far as uh, where one can get invited specific types of entertainment. Why? Because you're going to go out and it's either you're going to places that are going to play a copious amounts of Zim Dance or, or, they just, or those places just, uh, you know, uh, add some, Zim, some, some, some Niger music and some house and you know, some R&B and, and it's just a menagerie of things. It's just like a whole bunch of you know, you don't know what what's going on. It's like you're being hit with all types of music in one night. So, not feeling that you're going to a specific place, and except you know, maybe you, you, you if you think about it, Shentemba, where you know any time of the year, any time of the year, when you go there, that place downstairs, uh, what are they playing? They're playing rumba and that sort of thing. So you know what you're going to get. But in reality, I see where people are coming from, but. Having to say that, because, you know, the way people are talking about it is they're making it look like this is a, a recent thing. Yeah, it's sad. But in, in reality, if you look at it, in the 90s and early 2000s, most of the places, clubs and so forth, used to play R&B and hip-hop because that was what was popular at the time. I'm not necessarily saying that there was no space for other things because you found places that played jazz and that sort of thing. And, 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 and unfortunately... The, the world is becoming that ridiculous, is ridiculously one-track-minded and Harare more than anything else. And and and, I, and to a certain extent, you understand what you call it, the person who is uh, who's running an establishment. Why? Because the person who's running an establishment is thinking to themselves, what is going to bring me the most money? And sadly, of course, what when you start having that as a prerequisite for whether you're going to have a night of one sort or the other, What's going to happen? The sophistication falls away because it's no longer about the art. It's now specifically about the dollars getting into the pocket. It's, it's a difficult situation that they find themselves in. But yeah, I understand if you're sitting at home, most of the time bored as hell because yeah, let's face it, you go out, there's really nothing out there. Nothing. Sad. Actually, very sad. Smooth. Jazz and R&B for your soul. So simple, mama. You complete me. But what we do when we love, I believe it. Mama, Samora Sike. It's me and you, yeah. I'm glad that we are together. And we gonna make it last forever and ever. But easy, baby, no pressure. It's you alone that I treasure.
got some more brand new Zimbabwean R&B from a man by the name of Vito. The track is called Forever. The name is Larry. You're listening to the Criticast. And yeah, on the other side, I'm going to talk about love at first sight, reality or myth. Woo. Today's hottest music may be fatal if swallowed, but be our guest. Yeah, the name is Larry. You're listening to Criticast. And in the relationship segment this week, I decided to talk about love at first sight. Is it real or is it... Uh, is it mythical? Does it matter? And that sort of thing. But first of all, before I throw out my views on it, I'm going to throw some in, some of your views on it. First of all, somebody who agrees that it is real. Yes, Lali, there's an element of uh, first love at sight, especially in us uh, gentlemen, because when you end up uh, being with someone in your life, it's a thing that uh, you first fall in love with that person that from the day we you see that person. But from the lady's side, it's a bit uh, different as a loving ladies grow. But loving gentlemen comes at first sight. Thank you. So that's that gentleman's view. He says, yeah, it exists. Yeah, yeah well, there's a thing that can be about. But then this lady comes in and says, bollocks, whole bunch of lies. Um, I think um, love at first sight, no, it doesn't... It doesn't exist. It's not like really love, love, love at first sight. No, it doesn't exist. It's probably a myth. Well, I suppose in a strange way, the the lady and the man are agreeing in that it doesn't exist because the the guy did say that it exists for men, but not necessarily for women. Now, I don't know. In my considered opinion. I don't think it exists. I think there is lust at first sight. You come across a woman and the reason you like her is because how she looks and how she carries herself and you just feel like you've got to make a plan and get involved with her. And there are people that say that a woman knows in the first 30 seconds of meeting them, there's this thing that goes around. I don't know if it's actual 30 seconds. I don't know if anyone sat down and decided that it was first 30 seconds, that's it, done. We know what's up. But anyway, in the first 30 seconds, apparently, a woman knows whether she could end up or she would consider being with this guy in one way or the other, whether it's lust or whatever it is. Uh, it... it it's something that has divided opinion. Divided is even a good way of putting it, because in reality, nobody really knows. There's a bunch of scientists that sat down and decided that they were going to tell us that uh, love at first sight existed. And they came from the University of Chicago, and apparently they sat down and um, had people sit in front of com computers. And what they did is that they had uh, the uh, different types of people come up. And apparently the parts of the brain that trigger affection and so forth, or that are triggered by affection and so forth, were excited when a certain person of a certain uh, demeanor was brought up on, on, on the monitor and that sort of thing. So for them, it was, it was kind of like an indication that love at first sight existed. But then what it comes down to at the end of the day is what your definition of love. I mean, in reality, I think it's hard to say that you love somebody unless you've had to deal with the nooks and crannies of their personality, all sorts of things that they get up to. The sort of things that can make you go insanely mad, but at the same time make you think, okay, you know, that's it. This is what I'm going to deal with. This is my reality. And... And I think that comes over time. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, people then say there are different definitions of love. There's love, there's agape, uh, eros, and all that sort of thing. Romanticism, when you put romanticism into the equation, you've got to accept that it's got certain precepts. I don't know. Maybe when love starts becoming less romantic, it's a completely different type of love where you would tear your, 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 your left arm for that person because you love them. But you don't know you're going to do that from the moment that you meet them. I don't know. Does love at first sight exist? It, 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 it's a myth, as far as I'm concerned, but it's a beautiful myth. It's, it makes for great literature. And in my opinion, I've always maintained that literature is singularly, singularly responsible for destroying relationships. Because what they do is that they decide that they're going to create a standard or a bar for whatever it is for what they think a relationship should be. Yeah, and because of that, it just gets weird. Anyway, the name is Larry. You've been listening to The Criticast, and uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me, the email address is info at larryquidiedie.com, or you could follow me on Twitter at quidiedie, or go to my website, www.larryquidiedie.com. Uh, Quidiedie has got a Y-I at the end. Or you could get me on WhatsApp. It's... Uh, Plus two six three seven seven six five nine five five six zero, and with that I say thank you. Take care of yourself, and I leave you uh, listening to the music of an amazing lady. The name uh, is uh, Yolanda Candice. The track is called Out of Place. The name is Larry. It's been the Quiddicast. Sister Will. Hey, babe, you want to go out?